Hello everyone, welcome back to the Tech Points Africa podcast. Today we'll be questioning what is going on between CAC and content creators in Nigeria. Are they really taxing them? Then we'll talk about Carbon's acquisition of Vela Finance. Two stories, but they are deep. I am Oluwani Femikola Wale, and with me in the studio are the normal people. No offense, but we have a very... <laughs> We have a very um, interesting guest in the studio today. I call him Omori. Many people do that, maybe because, you know, for reasons you will get to know. Uh, he's a legal counsel and um, he's a startup lawyer. Omori, thanks for joining us in the studio today. Thank you for having me. Can I introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Uyi <laughs> Law, as people call me. Um, I lead the team at uh, ENC Legal, or fuller name, Edugiawe and Company. And we're a full service law firm, but with a strong um, bias or support base for startups, technology, and innovation. So I'm an unconventional attorney. Hardly find me in a suit and a tie. Yeah. Corporate lawyers are the ones collecting the money, not litigation lawyers. I have uh, an article to back that up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we can build a more real. Believe. That is very that's nice. Yes, let, let, let's, let's move from <coughs> that and just dive into the stories of today. So CSC wants to tax content creators. And um, we are wondering, is it a misunderstanding? What is going on? Do they really want to? Because it has to do with social people that have large social media following and all. Mm. So, wh what does wh what is it about, Bolu? Okay, so um, the thing with that story is you need to understand the whole context behind it, mm. where the um, statement was made, why it was made. So, um, the Corporate Affairs Commission Registrar right made that statement um, during when OPEP the courtesy visit. The courtesy visit was to um, get uh, merchants, POS agents registered, about 300,000 of them, right? So I guess naturally conversation moved to you know, getting businesses registered in the country and then he now mentioned content creators. So he's, he, he was saying things around the lines of they're making a lot of money, right? Um, but they are not paying tax, right? So getting them is more of getting them to get registered, right? Because the CAC does not is not a tax collector, right? So we were saying things around getting them registered, right? So that the tax collector can now tax them. That right? is yes. FIRS yes, or LIRS in Lagos. So after that. Um, we saw news, right, on different uh, news platforms where FRS um, said they were clearing the air around the whole issue. So FRS was now saying, oh, we do not have any intention to start going after content creators to... Yet. Yes. <laughs> well, yet. well, they didn't say yet. <laughs> but what they did say was that they should pay tax. They should pay um, income tax, right? And for... And they said what their own job is to go after corporate entities that uh, um, they have revenues above 25 million naira. Right? Mm -hmm. Those are the ones they go after to 
pay tax. You must pay their yes. tax. So that is the whole context behind. So it's not as if it's more of like an unofficial statement. So there was something going on. Uh, there were discussions. It's not as if Nigeria is now saying, oh, content creators, we are coming for you. You must start paying tax and things like that. So that's... that's you should start paying tax. Eventually. But yeah. I, I don't think it's... You know, it didn't sound like um, something strange to me because every other market today, something comes up, especially in Lagos State, about um, making content creators pay their tax, um, register and stuff like that so that they can be on the... <laughs> I wanted to say on, on the government payroll. I mean, <laughs> saying the government. You get what I'm trying yeah, to say? So, uh, Omari, can you, like, tell us if there's... Okay, so they said, okay, they are not taxing yet, but is there a possibility? Do we have a precedence? So, I think that the starting point is actually not to blur the lines. Okay. Um, the Corporate Affairs Commission has no power tax mm-hmm. um, persons or corporate bodies. It's not within their purview. Um, taxation lies within the purview of the Joint Tax Board, which is made up of the FIRS for federal and the state internal revenue services. <coughs> so I think that's the starting point of the conversation and understanding where each person's role plays. But it's good that Bolo has given a bit of a context to that conversation. And I think that the Registrar General may have uh, been misunderstood yeah. or may have, even in his remarks, um, not clarified certain things. So let's clarify. What's the duty of CAC? CAC is Corporate Affairs Commission. It has a duty to register and um, to some uh, extent regulate the structuring of corporate entities in Nigeria, from business names to limited liability companies to incorporated trustees to Pitency. different types of limit of uh, corporate or limited liability, limited, unlimited, and limited by guarantee, different structures, right? Um, but when it comes to taxation, taxation falls within the ambit of the Joint Tax Board for corporate entities, citizens of the FCT, um, members of the armed forces um, and federal employees it falls within the ambit of the federal internal revenue service for persons in living in the states state employees employees of companies their tax uh, regulation falls within the ambit of the state internal revenue service for lagos lirs as we call it so it is this body that has the legal obligation to demand tax, right? So let's have that clear. Yeah. Then what's the next thing? Um, whether or not content creators should be taxed. Should be taxed. So here's the thing. I think that where they missed it in the conversation is not even understanding how taxation works. Right? So for companies, um, companies are taxed by FIRS, like I pointed out. Mm-hmm. So where you hear things like company income tax, value added tax, and some other taxes, right? For individuals, you hear things like personal income tax, yes. irrespective of whether you are working somewhere or 
you are self-employed or you are selling Google and Ekba down oh, the road. Billing somebody. Personal income tax, <laughs> which is taxed from your personal income, right? And then for entities or individuals like the good guys here in Tech Point, whatever you earn is uh, a percentage is deducted and paid through the state internal revenue service. Um, and that's what you, you, I'm sure you probably have heard payee. Yeah. Right? And so that comes out. So when you talk about content creators, do they make income? Yeah. Yes. Right. So the taxation for them has nothing to do with registration or incorporation. Mm-hmm. It has to do with them personally paying their taxes in the states where they are located. So the thing about it is the work is really for the internal revenue services of those individual states to find a means of encouraging residents to pay personal income tax. And guess what? There are so many rules today that you cannot assess certain provisions if you do not have a tax card. The only way you can have a tax card is to pay your personal income tax. For instance, if you want to apply for BTA, PTA, um, travel allowance, and the likes, you've got to submit your tax card. Um, If you're doing anything in Lagos State, for instance, they'll ask you for your tax tax, um, number, personal tax number. So um, for content creators, all, all that needs to be done is them to pay remit their personal income tax not to register right yeah okay um, but if you have an entity through which you are providing the services that you are providing then it's more advisable to create a structure to it right mm-hmm. so if the cac register general had said had spoken to the need to have a structured um creative ecosystem right mm-hmm. um that will be that will be more um, conversations, right? Yeah. But when it comes to tax, CSE has really no obligation. CSE can't tax you, right? All you do after registration is that you file your annual returns, yeah. and if there's any significant change in your company uh, or change any change whatsoever, you ensure that you file it at the Corporate Affairs Commission, which which is more like a notification. But after that. I doubt that you ever have CSE knock on your door and say, hey, guy, come and pay your tax. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks for clarifying that, um, Maria Bolu. And I, I love that you mentioned how state revenue services should encourage everybody, citizens <coughs> that live in those states, to pay their tax. And also, this kind. Uh, so I, I think encouraging is, is something some people would not abide by. by, by. And that's why sometimes they try to want to enforce. And anytime those kind of news come up, we are like, ah, what is this? Mm-hmm. We are not even getting enough. What are you using the tax for? You get. But the fact that you can you cannot assess some services without your TIN tax education number, that we, I think that should make people to pay their personal income tax, even though they like how I own now. They are deducted. We don't have a choice. I just <laughs> see, I just see my LIRS email. I'm like, if they give me this money, I know what I use it to do. <laughs> but I would have paid it. No money. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, please let's pay our taxes. Be a good citizen. Forgive so the, the government. Bi- even, the Bible, even the Bible says, "Give unto Caesar that which is yeah. Caesar's." 
Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And unto God. Which is us with taxes. So, yeah. so taxes. So taxes are a way of living. Mm. Right? The adequacy of its application is a conversation for another day. But that's what right? encourage people. Right? But the thing is, the challenge oftentimes is that we see taxes as um, as punishment. Yeah. Okay. So if we if we're able to change the mindset to see taxes as an obligation that yeah. you've got to meet, it's just like if you've got a prepaid meter at home, you've got to recharge your unit. Oh, right? you may not use light. Whether or not you feel the light coming in is <laughs> adequate or oh, whatever, no you've got to recharge it, right? And so it's around that line. Change of mindset. Yes. So we should not see tax as uh, as a punishment, but as an obligation. Mm-hmm. So Carbon has acquired Vela Finance. Sounds like good news because I hear people congratulating them and not just acquiring, like they, they were absorbed. <laughs> yes, that's the word, they were absorbed. So Jim was doing, just give us like a lowdown of what it's about. Okay, um, so it's, I don't know, it's an acquire that's... Um, that's what you're going for with absorbed. I love so, absorbed. Well, absorbed doesn't exactly <laughs> paint the whole picture. But it's an acquire and basically they are getting um they're getting the founders, they're getting some members of the team. So Vela Finance has been around for I think under three years. And at the at the time of the acquisition, they had about eight thousand merchants. So Vela Finance provides business banking and some personal banking services. And um Carbon has been we know what Carbon has been doing for a while. We've been doing social, uh, personal loans. And then in the last two to three years, they've started adding, um, what do you call it now? They've started adding payments, so bill payments, um, airtime, and all of that. And um, I think sometime this year, they mentioned or they announced that they would now be offering business banking services. So um, basically, I don't know if, I mean, we'll probably touch on that, but basically Carbon wants to expand their business banking um, ambitions. And then they they are saying that Vela Finances experience and the, the technology they've used, the experience they've gotten would be very integral to doing that. So um, right now they're absorbing all of um, Vela Finance's 8,000 um, business customers. Individuals would also have their accounts migrated um, in the process. But yeah, that's that's like the roundup of what has happened. Yeah, sounds like good news. Is it? Well, it depends. depends on well, who okay. <laughs> yeah, it depends on who you're asking. But I mean, generally, it looks like good news. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly the details because it hasn't been disclosed. We don't know how much was how much this involved. Um, we are, the the founders, both on Carbon's end and Vela Finances, and um, they they seem happy with the deal. So I'm guessing it's good news. Okay. Um, the only question now remains: we would like to know the the details that um I, like everything i went i went down behind the scenes so maybe it's i guess it's good news okay so um during the conversation that has always come up during this time where companies are struggling to survive mm-hmm. is one of the ways companies can survive is either selling their assets laying off merging um acquisitions and all so I don't know if you can take a guess. Um, what is just what's like what's like behind this acquisition? Because 
uh, is it just like a relationship relationship thing, right? Um, mm. Carbon could have gone on and just built carbon system, um, business. Who mm. built a business? Um, this thing merchant recently was it a money point as a business? Yeah, a yeah. business. Yeah. Um, uh, business banking. Yes. Business yeah. banking. I think another thing. Block. Um, I think Block has. There are quite a few. Brass. Yes, brass does. So they could have gone ahead to just build it. You mm. get it because they said they've been in the process. So I'm mm. trying to understand what is behind this. Is it just the relationship or something was going on with Bella Finance? Okay. So you have two options if you want to expand your capabilities. You either okay. build from scratch. Okay. Or you buy. Okay. And the. There's there's no one size fits all. It's probably you looking at um okay, if I build from scratch, I would not have it from day one. It's probably going to take a few months, mm -hmm. maybe a few years. Um there'll be experimentations, there'll be some failures um along the way. So if I buy, on the other hand, I'm getting a team that has been doing this thing for quite some time. We are hitting the ground running in the words of um, our president hitting <laughs> the ground running from day one, right? <laughs> and that is something that could be attractive mm -hmm. for anybody who is in a, an, an acquisition, right? So, every business I'm already using the word relationship, but you get the point like every business transaction is kind of driven by some relationship. Um, you are not going to acquire the company and a founder that you hate, it's it not, might be to kill, um, yeah, um, but you would, not, you would not do an acquire. Oh, because yeah. you hate True, though. Yeah, the founders. This is not um this is not a succession uh, where where you make some very irrational moves. But yeah, the relationship definitely plays a part. Both founders say they've known each other for some uh, for some time. Mm -hmm. And that means they understand how they work. Um they kind of are aligned on the vision. And I think something to point out is Carbon says we've been doing business loans for a while, but not at the standard that we want. Mm -hmm. Right. And they believe that some of the capabilities that um, Vela Finance has built, especially around artificial intelligence, can help them with doing that. I don't know if um, you would have like questions on um, what specific capabilities I'm referring to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically, Vela Finance has been using artificial intelligence. I know that if you miss Mika, <laughs> because when you hear because I was like, okay, spice it, spice yeah. it. But they say they've been doing that for a while, and mm -hmm. basically, what it does now, or what it would do for carbon customers, is they can get their their transactions can be analyzed um, by artificial intelligence, and they can draw insights from it. So, you may be you may be making a lot of payments, or you may a lot of money may be passing through your account, mm -hmm. um, but you don't have visibility on it. You don't really know what's happening. I mean, you have the high level um, overview, but you don't really know the insights. So, could you be saving costs some way? Um, could you be cutting costs in some way? So, I think this is what AI would help with. Um, at least that's what they say it would be they will be starting with but of course there are a lot of other applications in business banking that they may want to explore in in the future yeah I, i'm wishing them were um because i'm already in the house in the building i like <laughs> to understand like the the before we talk about other things i would like to understand the legal ramifications around because i start up lawyer now so the legal ramifications around acquires so um it's deep, <laughs> but you have, first of all have to look at um, what the initial structure for Vela Finance was, and if it allowed for that level of um, acquisition and all that, right? But 
when it comes to acquisition, it's some boardroom work, um, back and forth, so depending on what the type of acquisition is. You know, what you see in the media is not what it is back end. Mm -hmm. It's a lot that happens, right? Um, yeah. What level of acquisition is it? Complete acquisition? Is it majority shareholding? What are, what are the things? What role will the founders of Bella Finance play? Um, what level of equity are they now going to have? Are they selling everything? Are they um, moving from being um, owner, shareholders, to becoming employee, directors, or consultants? So the entire gamut. But I think that what we should take from this, especially for the startup ecosystem and founders, is scaling. Many startup entrepreneurs or many entrepreneurs who are startup founders build businesses with the passion, with the understanding of the problem, but with very little view as to the magnitude of the market and the service they intend to provide and their ability to provide that service. Mm. And so when the market receives you, you now get into a situation where you're like, I beg you, how, how do I do this? You know? <laughs> and then you start looking for people who have the mm. capacity. Mm. Why those people are looking for the grit, technical knowledge, and new age understanding. Mm. So it's, 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 um, it's a convenient marriage, right? Um, if you look at carbon, right? You look at the people who have been, those guys have been, in banking since they were babies, <laughs> right? Their yeah. parents are veteran bankers. Mm -hmm. um, they've grown in, grown into an environment where, you know, it's a norm. I'm sure, you know, I, I said to one of them, um, I say, I'm sure you guys discuss banking at dinner. <laughs> you know, they just <laughs> laughed, right? But you know, the dossiers have been actively in banking, yeah. right? Through through time and understand the power of pivoting. That's one thing they've always done, right? Diamond yeah, Bank. It's at the time when you realize that. So mm -hmm. pivot. But the lesson to learn here is as you build, one of the things you should start envisaging is your future. And so it's easier to now even curate your structure such that if you know that in the next five years, right, I'm collapsing into XYZ or I'm going, I'm going to be in, getting into um, a symbiotic relationship or I'm building to be acquired. That works. But if you also look at the back end of this acquisition, is that the ultimate central vision may be watered down on the altar of a business decision. Please consider it again. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate vision of the founders, the problem they've sought to solve mm. by building that innovative solution stands the risk of being watered down or even eliminated mm. by a business decision. One independence that the ecosystem has in the tech and innovation space is that we don't sacrifice the problem-solving component of the innovative solutions we provide on the altar of anything, even business decisions. But that's different when you deal with the traditional business entities. Everything is about Naira and Kobo, <laughs> and dollar and pound and you. 
yeah. the market and, and, and the things around it, right? Um, so you now stand that risk of, hey, this is not going to sell to the board. Let's tweak this. Let's tweak this. Let's, um, by the time they tweak, 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 tweak. If, if lose you've, you know, you've lost focus. Mm. You've lost the real essence of what you have built, right? Mm. Because part of the conversation will be. So when I sit in MRA meetings with clients and startups, one of the things I say, look, what's negotiable and what's not? Mm. And so when you agree on what's not negotiable, even in the long term, right, then the conversation is had neatly. So what you have is that we're beginning to have series of startup uh, founder merchants <laughs> who are providing big <laughs> solutions, right, that are being bought by traditional entities. And they kill it. But after, this, after celebrating mm. these purchases, yeah. these mergers, these yeah. acquisitions, whatever interesting names. Acquire. Chigozirimani. People You know, let's do an impact assessment. Mm. How many of them remain What's true to the purpose? So really, what problem are we really solving? Money. <laughs> Money problem. So it, it's, Actually, it's, 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 a, it's, it's an important... It's balance. Yes, so it's an important conversation to have um, while working on... Because I know expansion is a big deal. Right, yeah. ability to service the market is, a, is an even bigger deal, mm -hmm. right? Um, which oftentimes um, startup founders don't have. But also, you will also find that a lot of them have been unable to scale into the market because of initial primary acts of indiscipline, waste, frivolous spending. Right, so if you want, and I, and, I, and I think that one of the conversations that you should have mm. should be to now do a comparison between traditional business establishments and the startup business ecosystem. I think that's a conversation I would like to like every opportunity I get, I try to compare what so goes on. Compare, in those for two instance, words. how Koscharis built the Koscharis brand from the scratch slot, right? Look at some of these entities and how they built from the scratch, from a small room to... So imagine if the phase... So today I stumbled on a video, I'll share it with you guys, right? I stumbled on a video of um, Mark Zuckerberg sharing the Facebook idea mm. in 2005. Right, sharing the idea. What was the idea? Like you meet people on campus. I've seen Bolu now. Bolu has a beard. <laughs> I want to get to know Bolu more. I go look him up on Facebook. Right. Oh, okay. Bolu likes dogs. Bolu likes. Um, Bolu eats a lot. Uh, you know. You know. <laughs> and so when next I see Bolu, I'm like, okay, Bolu, let's go have pizza. Or let's go. Right. Because you you it, you seem to know him more. Mm -hmm. Now imagine if that idea for the benefit of scaling, was bought over by, let's say, Sony. Sony Pictures, right? Or mm. Where are these people that do films? Um, Konica. Okay, right? These people that do these films. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Who didn't 
realized that a market a time was going to come when you Kodak. were going to Kodak. Yes. Kodak. When you were going to move from film photography <laughs> to, to digital photography. Mm. Right? So what if they had money? And they said, no, let's buy it over. So we can now start printing postcards. <laughs> right? Let's start producing uh, postcards. Yeah, yeah. Right? So what now happens is if I find Bolu, I can now, you know, uh, make a, a, a postcard right and send to bolu or you know like it becomes i can't imagine <laughs> so what they are trying to do is modernize their market idea mm. that would have killed, killed the facebook vision hmm. so I I, right? I I so i i think startups don't make these decisions lightly they hopefully hopefully i mean hopefully i i, yeah, I, okay. I hope <laughs> so you I, I have so you would know that sitting here Mm. Anything I have the advantage of is that I have spoken to tons and tons of startup founders. Yeah. And many of them build businesses so that somebody can acquire them. So I say to them oftentimes, are you mm. solving a problem or are you positioning yourself for a purchase? Mm. And, and it's good to define it from the beginning. No, so, so that you know, know where okay. you are going. So if you are if you say, look, I want to build a unique solution that I can sell to XYZ, right? That's fine. Right towards it, yes. I want to solve a problem for the larger good of the society. That's right. Especially, you see this fintech space, right? <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I, I actually, I actually think it makes perfect sense for you to build a fintech acquisition right now. It makes perfect sense. Like so, it's a perfect business decision. Yeah. So, so let me tell you, uh, if you look at the traditional financial institutions, one of the things that you see is that they lack innovation. Ouch. <laughs> they. They understand the market and they are only innovating around market expansion. To be safe. Right? This, the value add they are bringing are how to make it easier for Bolu to bring our money from his pocket to give them. Right? So you hardly see the traditional financial place. institutions providing solutions that make your life easier. They make your spending or your saving, or your whatever, easier. Because it's aligned to their market philosophy. And it's all about profit. But then you have a piggy vest that is incentivizing the saving culture to help you save more, make some money, give you a sense of ownership and accountability. Oh, well, I'm doing that now for this. <laughs> <laughs> but then you are able to balance the value add. I see my profit. Do you understand me? So for them... They are identifying your problem. They are solving your problem. And then they are making some profit from it. A bank or a traditional financial institution is looking to increase its customer base, to expand its market, and to make money in the process. And so whatever value add they claim to bring is centered around what their objective is. So if you're building for them, that's okay. But if you're building for people and they buy you over, Best believe that they will water down that value add you intend to give the people, which is your predominant selling point. Yeah. We've got to now train and create a crop of leaders in the ecosystem who are willing to go the long haul. Mm. Seek financing if you need to seek financing, uh. right? Stay small longer because you have financial challenges for expansion. And then continue to grow. All these buyouts, sellouts, you guys have the data, right? So go and look at all these guys that have been bought out. 
It depends. Okay, so I, I think what, what, what you can just leave <clears throat> the founders with is define your intention from the start. Yeah. Right. There's no judgment here. Just stick with what you decided. If you say it is for the better good of the community, don't go another three years and say, I'm tired and I want to make money now. Yeah, or, or, we, or, or we need to expand. We need to expand. <laughs> and and there's someone, no money. someone yes, needs and to so buy you out you get. and so all that. Just just have a vision and stick to it. Thank you very much, Omari. That, that, that was... Very but that does not mean let <laughs> let's also let's also not so let's not be too hard. That does not mean that there are also no genuine collaborations and acquisitions, yeah, yeah, right? Um, Carbon, I will even say, is a startup, right? Both of them, maybe just from two ends of the stick, right? Um, so this is not speaking directly to this transaction, but speaking yeah. generically to what's happening. Mm -hmm. And yes, there may be need for they say two heads are better now. I yeah. say two good heads, two bad heads. <laughs> Some uh, currency, you know how many heads. <laughs> so, but well, yeah, 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 but but um, oftentimes collaborations. So when it gets to the table of acquisition, the conversation has to be intentional, and ninety percent of the time they miss this conversation because the conversation is more financial. What am I getting for what I have built through time? This is what I have. This is so it's always a money decision. Mm -hmm. And we, Nifemi, Bolu, Chim Gozirim, are not really in the mix when it gets to that table. It's about Naira, Cobbler, interests, benefits, mm -hmm. sit on the board, shareholder rights, and XYZ. And so that objective that led Bolu to build that Ewagoi app. It's really not it's really not a key consideration for anybody on the table. Mm. Yes, it's a great it's a great idea. I want to propel it and want to want to leverage on it. But so what happens is that when you buy, oftentimes the buyer now with ownership balkanizes dissects to pick what he needs and discards what he doesn't need. And oftentimes, and sometimes the they will pain. discard the main thing. That's in the pain. <laughs> I swear. Oh, yes. Okay, so make the right decisions when it comes to collaboration and um, use who you law. Let them <laughs> advise you. <laughs> before you go and make those silly mistakes thank you very much for joining us in the studio today and to our audience and listeners I hope you've visited the Tech Point Africa website today if you have not you can go there to keep up with all the news that um, is going on in the African tech space and keep yourself up to, up to date we also have our newsletter still running Tech Point Digest Modern Workplace Newsletter, Equity Merchant Newsletter. Make sure to subscribe to them. You will see them pop up in any of those articles on our website when you read them. And don't forget to, if you're listening to us on Spotify, please drop a reaction, um, drop a review so that other listeners can also find us. And if you, also, if you want to like get more intimate, you can send us an email on podcast at techpoint.africa podcasts as no not with s but podcast at techpoint.africa <laughs> 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 
There's no Yoruba slander here. <laughs> Podcast at techpoint.africa. Please send us an email. We'd like to hear from you. And also, if you want to tell other people about TechPoint Africa podcast, where should you direct them to? Bolu? Yes, for our audio listeners, and you want to listen to the entire podcast episode, uh, simply go to your podcast platform. So that's um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Hyatt Radio, or anywhere else you get your podcast. And type TechPoint Africa podcast, search for it, and you will find us. The color is blue. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to us today and right. catch you next time, next right. week, Thursday. Bye. Bye.